The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. I'm going to give you some facts and figures. Not too many, but uh, if, if you could just sort of pay a little perhaps closer attention that sometimes, because these are very, this is a very important fact that I've, that I've got for you here. All right. So I'm going to give you some facts and figures, which among other things, beg the question, why are we in Canada being punished for crimes that we did not and do not commit? Let me start. As you know, Canada produces only about 1.6% of all the CO2 emissions in the world. A fart in a windstorm. Now listen to this. China and India combined produce nearly 40% of the world's CO2 emissions. Let me repeat that. Those two countries, China and India combined, produce nearly 40% of all of the world's CO2 emissions. Here are some more facts. I've, I spent quite a bit of time working on it. I was quite surprised. 70% of all of India's power production comes from the burning of coal. And by the way, big emergency. They're running out of coal, as you know. 60% of China's power comes from the burning of coal. By the way, Listen to this. China burns more coal every year than the entire rest of the world combined. Let me go through that again. 70% of India's power from coal. 60% of China's power from coal. China burns more coal. And by the way, most of those plants burn very, very dirty. It's it's not modern. Any coal-fired plants that we still have in Canada and most of the Western world are much cleaner. But between the two of them, about 40% of all the global, the global warming emissions come from those two countries, which, among other things, begs the question, why is the rest of the world pretending that uh, they, they can solve it without those two? Okay, now, here's a further figure. I know I don't want to confuse you here. But just keep in mind, 40% of all CO2 emissions from India and from China. <sighs> Burning coal accounts for about 80% of those emissions. So 40% world emissions, 80% of that from coal. If you do the math, you will see that roughly one-third of all the world's emissions are coming from the burning of coal in those two countries, India and China. Why the hell we're building windmills is beyond me. So, as I say, not, not only is, is China by far the world's biggest consumer of coal, but much of the burning of that coal is, is done in a very, very polluting fashion. That just exacerbates the problem. So all of these, all these facts and figures, they, they point to one glaring question. How come this is not the point of attack? It would seem to me that if the world, don't forget, we just had, what, 200 dignitaries flying to uh, 
to a, a summit, a CO2 summit in Rome and Glasgow, pretending that they're going to fight global warming by building more windmills in Denmark and Norway and Canada, and almost totally ignoring the real problem. Well, they tried, as you recall, they tried to pass a resolution calling for the outright ban of coal. But that shows you how unrealistic they are. How the hell could India, and I mean, India said, we can't do that. 70% of our power today comes from the burning of coal. And one of the reasons that China is burning coal is essentially that's all that's available to them. Now, I'll get into that a little bit more about Canada's role in that. So that by far, the, the, the problems from world emissions come from those two countries, and by far the cause of it is the burning of coal. So anybody with a brain or a half or a quarter of a brain knows that if we could just get India and China to stop burning coal, replace coal with nuclear would be the ideal. That may not be practical in every case, but certainly natural gas. We could reduce, even if we all, it's estimated that if we could replace coal burning in India and China, we could reduce overall global emissions somewhere between 20 and 25%. Now, <clears throat> you say, well, is that, that's a lot. That is, if we could reduce global pollution, global warming, gases, by 20 to 25%, that is far more than the goal of the summit was. I don't know what the total goal is, but uh, I mean, it's nowhere near 2025. In other words, we, we could reduce global emissions, CO2 emissions, by about one quarter. I know I'm, I'm going into a lot of figures here, but just keep this in mind. If we were to stop burning coal, that's the problem. So why are we not addressing the problem? We are spending around the world hundreds, I mean hundreds of billions of dollars. Here in Ontario, the Auditor General several years ago estimated we'd already spent about $38 billion just, you know, building windmills and solar panels. So if instead of that, we had devoted that money, even if we had to pay for it, the world had to pay for it, United Nations, uh, to, for, to, to get India and, and China to burn, if not all, natural gas, nuclear, then the bulk of it. We wouldn't have to worry about all the other all the other countries. And there's another consideration here, and that is that try as we might, and we've tried for, what, about 20 years now to lower worldwide emissions. We haven't been able to do it. Carbon taxes, windmills, solar panels, the whole business. Hundreds of billions of dollars have gone into this. And, and here in Canada, we virtually buggered ourselves, beggared ourselves doing this. And, and have emissions in Canada gone down? No. The, the uh, province with the longest period of, of, uh, of carbon taxes is BC, where, where carbon emissions are escalating. So what we are doing now with all of these other things is not working. And primarily the reason for that is, you know, you, you install 100 windmills in Canada or Norway or Denmark or Sweden, and China builds another coal-fired plant and zip. All the, all the benefits that we've seen in those other guys, gone. And we have failed to address the real problem. Coal in two nations, India and China. To me, that the, the answer is there. Stop all of the rest of this stuff. It's not working. It's not. We aren't reducing emissions doing what we are doing now. 
Hell's bells. I mean, we've virtually bankrupted two of our leading provinces trying to do it, and we can't because it's not. We're not the problem. Canada is not the problem. Norway is not the problem. The United States is a little bit of a problem. They they produce about twenty five percent. But but let's. And, and by the way, the United States, even without a, a carbon tax, is one of the few nations on Earth that, in fact, has lowered emissions. Do you know why? They have converted many of their coal-firing plants. So that the one nation where we have seen a reduction in, in emissions have done it because they have reduced coal-fired power plants. So, I, like, folks, I don't understand why we are, why we are doing this. Why we are impoverishing, uh, impoverishing ourselves when we aren't the problem, when we know what the problem is. Why you would think that if they were really serious, it really begs the question, if we were really serious about this, the crisis, the planet's going to burn up, that we would attack the real problem. It's like, you know, someone, someone has a, a boil on their hand and you apply a poultice to your left elbow. Why would you do that? Why not attack the boil? And the boil, in this case, coal in two nations. It, 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 even if, you know, I'll tell you something, folks. All of the money we have poured into windmills and other energy products, you know, uh, electric electric cars, electric station, all the whole business, you know, grass roofs on some of our buildings, billions of dollars in new windows. and It, it hasn't worked. It's not working. Because 70% of power in, in, in India is produced by coal, 60% of power in China is produced by coal, and 80% of that is, 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 is the emissions. That's, you know, so about if all we would have to do, when I say all, it would be an easy, not an easy task, but what we're doing now is not easy. John, go through uh, any any uh, any comments on any of this as yet. I know that it, it, you know I've got a number of figures here, but if you just keep this one in mind, that the real problem is coal in China and India. If we were able to convert all of the coal to natural gas, let's say with some nuclear, we could reduce global emissions by about twenty five percent. Far more reduction than we could see if every nation on Earth installed instead of having uh, you know instead of having oil furnaces etc had only wind power we would we we would be far better off just simply to get rid of coal and two nations john any any text coming in on this lots so we are on facebook we are on twitter we are on twitch we are on youtube no matter what platform you're watching on there you type a comment uh, it'll come to me we'll try and at least get it up on the screen or get it to lol you can text in as well we're at 613-413-2217 we'll begin on facebook where ra says Come on, Lowell, Trudeau and Biden taking us down to Marxist communism countries to tie into the China government. And says, You know what? You know what? It's time. You know, this is all very funny stuff. But, folks, look, they tell us that this is a serious crisis. A good chunk of our tax dollars are going to pay for green energy. This affects every single one of you. Let me, let me just tell you something. People are complaining about the high cost of food. Let me just tell you how carbon taxes and the whole of green energy is 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 contributing greatly to that during this summer the um the, the premier of saskatchewan scott moe <coughs> excuse me 
came to came to Ottawa. I think I mentioned this before, and he brought some receipts being paid by farmers for carbon tax to dry their grain. The, the, the farmers, you've got to have huge propane heaters to dry grain. You can't store wet grain or it goes moldy. It will ruin the crop. So in, in some one of, one of the receipts that Scott Moe showed to Trudeau, one month's carbon tax, carbon tax only. The, the total cost of heating was far more than that. Carbon tax only. One grain farmer in Saskatchewan, one month, $5,000. Other other invoices were for two, three, four thousand dollars being paid by dozens, if not hundreds, of farmers for wheat. Well, you say, okay, that means the price of uh, of bread's going to go up. Maybe pasta will go up. Wait a minute, hold it. Yeah, bread, pasta, grain is fed to cattle. You want to know one of the reasons why you're paying so much for beef? Cattle eat eat a lot of grain. How about dairy? Have any idea how much how much grain dairy cattle eat? Dairy cattle have to consume tons of of wheat wheat products. Okay, I could I could go even pet food has has wheat in it. So just that one thing by charging carbon tax. This is try to fight the energy problem. Carbon tax on on propane to heat to heat wheat, causing the price of all of these other items to go up. Most people don't seem to get they don't get that. So folks, it's time we stop fooling around. You can kid around, joke around all you want. This is serious stuff. It's driving some people into poverty. Some people right today are wondering how they're going to pay to heat their homes, okay? Carbon tax is going to go up again in April. And all the while, we're not the problem. So if you please, with your, with your text, let's address the problem here. The problem is not that somebody's trying to, you know, create communism. The problem is, is that we're ignoring the real problem. Two nations, coal. Go ahead, John, please. Anne says, coal is cheap. How does India afford to convert to natural gas? Well, no, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Please listen, okay? It's the only place you're going to hear this. What I am saying is, instead of us, and, and we would have been, instead of spending $38 billion in Canada to, to build windmills, which has not reduced emissions, created all sorts of other problems, we would have been far better off to give the $38 billion to India to convert two or three of their plants to natural gas. And if all other nations, all other nations are pouring billions into this as well, instead of building windmills and solar panels and green roofs and so forth, if you have to, give it to India. It's, they're creating a worldwide problem. They don't have the money to fix it. Give them, if we have to, give the money and give it to China. I know this makes some of you sick, but if you would sooner pour $38 billion into energy here to do nothing rather than give it to China where maybe we could accomplish something. It's up to you. And that's apparently the decision. That's the point. Instead of us and Norway and Sweden and the United States and uh, the European unions pouring billions of dollars into windmills, pour it into India and China. Get the, Don't forget, okay, if we could convert all of India's coal-fired to gas, we could provide them with a lot of gas. We could get our money back. Go ahead, John. Lots of comments coming in. Let's go to back who uh, text here, 613-413-2217. I agree 100%, Lowell. The liberal voters don't listen to this point of view, though. They believe we are being the example for the rest of the world. Peter says, and ask Obama, 
ask, why did Obama buy a $12 million estate on the ocean? Okay. Come on. Come on. Let's deal with it. God damn it. Can we not deal with the issue here? Let's concentrate our minds on the real problem here. Should we not, instead of, of as I say, building windmills and solar panels and clean nations like Canada, would we been better off by far to invest it in China and India? And as I say, create markets for uh, folks. Canada has one third of the world's supply of oil and natural gas. If we could convert all of China, even if, if we had to pour all of our money into China, if we could convert all of China and India into gas, we could we could sell gas to them. We could get our money back. Plus clean the plus clean the environment. Can we please concentrate on the problem here? Please don't be like the G20 people there. You know, talking about airy fairy. Oh, we're going to ban coal. It's all baloney. Okay, go ahead, John. Sorry, sorry to lecture here, but I do get tired sometimes of people just straying off all over the place. Let's deal with the real problem here. We want our leaders to deal with the real problem. Can we deal with the real problem? Go ahead, John. Uh, Mike says, that's a great idea, Lowell. Uh, the texter says, Lowell, our tax money would not go to India. It would stay in liberal pockets. We do have an email from our friend Robin Carlton Place. The address here, Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. Uh, this is not about science anymore or even global warming. It hasn't been for a long time. This is agenda-driven, and the special interest groups are doing a very good job advancing their agendas. Social justice, wealth transfer, increased taxes, and ending fossil fuels. I can't explain how human nature allows people to be brainwashed. It sure is depressing to watch it happen. Well, one of the problems is, is that we, I'm, I'm the first one that I am aware of to raise this issue, the obvious issue. You know, the 40%, almost 40% of all of the, the CO2 emissions are coming from two nations because they're burning coal. To me, it just seems simple. I would, I, what I, I'll repeat, rather than us spending $38 billion on windmills, give it to, to India to, to, to build gas plants. And then we can sell gas to India if the bloody environmentalists would let us get our gas to market, which is a new, another problem. But that let's, let's, Kill two birds with one stone. Help to solve the planet's problems and create another huge market for us. Go ahead, please. A text from Barry. He says, does <coughs> India not have mountains and rivers in those mountains that they could have lots of clean hydropower? Uh, R.A. says, Lowell, you're talking about great ideas, but your government won't do it. We are screwed. David asks, what happened to the Kando nuclear reactor where the best in the world at one time were the best in the world at one time? I apologize. We were. Um, uh, Alan says it's a Ponzi scheme. Lowell uh, Murray says they're getting our coal and we get a carbon tax that they shove up there. Mm, blank. All right, let me deal with that. That's, that's very interesting. There's another factor here. We all know that one of the main objectors to the Trans Mountain Pipeline to bring oil and natural gas to the West Coast and the Northern Gateway Pipeline, which Trudeau canceled entirely, we know that the, the major, major objections to that came from B.C. They didn't want us. Now, one of, the, one of the things we wanted to do, don't forget, folks, don't forget, we wanted to bring natural gas to the West Coast port so that we could sell it to India. So, you know, years ago, this, this was under the, uh, the Harper government. We wanted to say, look, we, Harper un understood the problem. He said, look, they're burning coal in India. Let us get our natural gas there and, and help them convert from coal to natural gas, we'll provide the natural gas. But as we all know what happened to those pipelines. So BC is one of the main objectors, one of the main people stalling the pipeline. 
Guess what BC's major export product is? Coal. Guess what BC's major industry is? Coal. So here are the hypocrites. You hypocrites. I got some listeners in BC. You hypocrites in BC did everything you could to stop natural gas and oil coming to the West Coast so we could supply India, among other things. In the meantime, you are the, the North America's major supplier of coal. I mean, you talk about hypocrisy. There it is, folks, in red letters. Hypocrisy. Shields. No hypocrisy there, folks. Just good, honest folks. In business. Oh, my God. Somebody's phoning me here again. Okay. My wife is. Oh, my wife is home. She's going to grab the phone. Um, obviously, <laughs> some of my friends don't know I'm on the air. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about shields here. Um we, I must tell you that my son is thinking seriously of doing some serious renovations in his townhouse, and I'm encouraging him to do it. And one of the things we're looking at, of course, would be appliances, and he would need uh, dishwasher, fridge, stove, etc. So uh, what I suggested he do, and I'm suggesting to everybody, I, I, don't buy from Shield. If it's going to cost you more to buy from Shield, don't do it. But you know what? I've done some checking. There's a very good chance that if he buys all of those products from Shields, not only will he get almost instant delivery and much more friendly delivery, but he can save himself a few dollars. How about that? Local business, money stays locally, money stays in Canada. Shields, shields.ca. Check them out, folks. Check that website, a great website. Everybody's really surprised at how well done the website, how simple it is to use. Even I can use that website. All you do is just Shields, S-C-H. L S C H E E L S dot C A. Click on appliances, and there you'll see it. Every kind of appliance, every color, every brand, every price range, and the savings. Shields dot C A. Yes, uh, John, back to you, please. Here's Craig. He's watching on Facebook. He says, I wouldn't just give India and China money to build natural gas plants, but initiate incentives. Those two countries build the plants with our expertise and observation, and when they are 60% complete, offer them 50% of the cost. Concluded. What, whatever. That's, I mean, that's, that's fair. What I'm saying is, is that what we should do is concentrate on the problem. And there, there are many, many ways of doing it. Maybe we have to loan them some money. Uh, maybe it's a short-term, long-term, whatever it is. But as I say, if we could uh, use India, I, I'm not so sure about China, but use India as one example. If we could convert all of India's or the bulk of India's coal-fired plants to natural gas, and with, with the proviso that, with, that we supply the gas, we would get our money back in buckets. I mean... As a businessman, I can tell you, it would be a hell of a deal. If I could invest a million dollars in somebody, knowing that over a five-year period, I could get $5 million back, wouldn't you do it? Go ahead, John. Uh, let me just get back to my comment section here. Todd just chimed in moments ago. He's also on Facebook. Says, liberals in this country are the biggest hypocrites going. Actually, all the green beanies are. Lisa says, Trudeau admires China's basic dictatorship. Just a minute. Just stop the presses. Sorry. Green beanies. That's the name of my supporters. We had green <laughs> during the days of the green berets in yes. the Vietnam war. Somebody got the bright idea that all of my fans <laughs> should be called green beanies. And that, that I haven't heard that in some time, 
But uh, in fact, somebody made up some beanies with a little propeller on the top. You know. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> they, they were handing them out at various malls. Green, low greens, green beanie with the and all kinds of people, particularly kids, were going around with these beanies with a little helicopter on top. Oh, Go I need, I need one of those. Come <laughs> on, I haven't seen them in years. That's fantastic. Go ahead, John. Yeah, Go ahead, John. Obviously, a longtime listener. Great to have you with us. Yeah. Uh, sorry, where were we, Lisa? Lisa says Trudeau admires China's basic dictatorship so he must also admire their emissions. Uh, Kathy chimes in to say China owns most of Canada and the U.S., so our governments are being controlled by them. Claudette says, take a look at what Iceland has done. Let me see. Yeah, well, I, I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Um, Iceland has created this huge plant that sucks CO2 out of the air and uh, converts it. And uh, If you store uh, CO2 in the ground, it turns to rock. A lot of people don't know that. It turns to rock. So it becomes totally inert, totally harmless. So Iceland is building this plant. They feel that this big plant will probably be able to suck as much CO2 out of the air as all of Iceland produces. That, that could very well be. What I am saying is, is this, let us, a con- all I am saying, all he is saying, concentrate where the problem is. Stop spending billions building windmills in Norway. Stop building windmills and solar panels in Denmark. They're not the problem. Canada is not the problem. 1.6% of all emissions coming from Canada, and we probably you know, probably suck up far more than that with our forests. So why are we, why, instead of, okay, I've already made my point. Go ahead, John. Hello from Florida, says Tom. You are correct. Lowell, Norway, Canada, and Sweden need to support India, etc. Todd clarifies, by the way, he was not referring to your green beanies. He meant the green activists. I know, I know. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Way to go. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, with a follow-up from earlier, he says, Lowell, you're the only person with common sense and providing any ideas. Uh, let me see here. Lowell, you have an NDP government in B.C. run by Canadian immigrants from India who has Trudeau's ears, who supports anything he wants past his government. This is why the pipelines were canceled to help the coal going to India and their products coming back. Believe it. That was rough. <laughs> Marie says, it didn't take long for Ontario's power bills to skyrocket after Saskatchewan stopped shipping coal to Thunder Bay. Uh, Peter says, I want to know where the $100 billion carbon tax money the world is collecting is going. Who's getting rich? John Kerry. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying is I, I don't know where he gets the $100 billion. I suspect it's a heck of a lot more than that. But whatever it is, all I am saying is concentrate on the real problems, okay? If we could, if we could convert China and India to mostly natural gas or perhaps even a better scientific solution than that, we could solve the problem. We wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. Our, our problems concerning global warming would be over. I have no idea what the environmental wackos would come up with next. I'm sure it would be something. But at least if all if we could just stop burning coal in those two countries, problem solved. Go ahead, John. A text just in moments ago. Again, our number here is 613-413-2217. The carbon tax is just for the liberals to collect more money to pay off the debt they created. You say concentrate on the problem. Carbon tax is what the socialist liberals have come up with. They are not going to go through all the hassle of trying to work with countries who are not even part of this initiative, says that texter. Well, wait wait a minute. Hold it. The the fact of the matter is is that this G20 summit in Glasgow was just about that. All the countries contributing 
everything, all the countries, uh, you know, somehow or other fighting it together. That's, that's what this was about. So the idea that all countries can't come together, they are. Oh, they all jet in together. They are. But what they are doing is, is not concentrating on the real problems. Uh, they, they, as I say, one of the resolutions they tried to pass was to, to stop the burning of coal everywhere. But, but India, I mean, once again, I'll point out how ridiculous this, this group is. India came up and said, we can't do that. 70% of our power comes from coal. We, we can't do that. So to me, there was the solution right there. It's to when, the, when those people heard that, if India says 70%, they should have said, well, let's, let's concentrate on, on getting, if every nation in the world threw in, you know, a billion dollars or whatever the hell it is to convert India from coal to, to gas, a big chunk of the problem is solved. Go ahead, John. We're almost out of time here. Yeah, just a couple more to wrap up the show uh, on Twitch. Trudeau wants to be the big enviro hero of the world. It's a lot easier pushing us around than China or India. They would just let him sit on it and rotate. Yeah, except they, they, that's uh, you. You wouldn't. You know, China. I'm. You know what? If if you're going to help China build gas-powered plants, they'd be glad to do it. Okay, but India in particular. India right now, as I say, they're in a terrible emergency. They are running out of coal. So you don't think that India would welcome anybody who came to them and said, listen, we're going to help you convert to natural gas right now, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, they would jump at it. We've got to use our heads here, folks. Got to use our heads. John, last comment to you. Uh, just a couple of wrap things up here. Lisa says, Bezos says, we'll all be living in space, so I guess that means this planet is done for. Comment just moments ago, nobody will concentrate on the real problems. That's not their agenda. Common sense and logic is not part of the government mandate. And finally, Ken on Twitch says, the Western world is scared of China and doesn't want to shut down the call center that is India. Here you go. It uh, doesn't make any sense. I, I think what I have said makes some sense, and I hope that some of you understand what it is. All I am saying is not give peace a chance, although that's not a bad idea. <laughs> All I'm saying is, please, let's address the real problem. The real problem is not Canada. It's not Denmark, Norway, Sweden. No, it's not. It's India and China, and the problem there is coal. Please, let's address the problem. Thank you. We'll be back. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.